So I have a secret to share and I'm so ready to share it with you and it does not need to be a secret. Um, So here we go. (laughs) Let's let the cat out of the bag, shall we? Welcome to the Madeline Show. you an entrepreneur that does things differently? (laughs) Just like me. Maybe your business is untraditional or non-conventional. Your work uniquely you. Maybe you even see a little bit of you in me. The way you create and sell is going to look differently within the many seasons of your life as you grow. Developing balanced masculine and feminine energies in your brand allows for inevitable change over the years. The transitions happen flawlessly. Learn the strategy behind Go With The Flow and create the systems that allow you to live your dream life now because success isn't a thing you get, it's a feeling you can have today. Sign up for Build The Biz, my signature business course, teaching you the energetics of entrepreneurship at themadelineshow.com. Hello, my podcast family. Madeline here for another solo episode for you. I have been interviewing guests in the background, BTS, behind the scenes. However, I wanted to bring in the new year with some lessons from myself, as much fun as this podcast is, and oh my gosh, all of the amazing people that I have met and I know that I have yet to meet, I am just craving to teach you some of my lessons, some of the things that I have learned in this lifetime that I need to share with you. And this is one of them, especially with the new year coming and everybody looking to set new year's resolutions and to change and or create habits around this time of the year. It can be really difficult. And so I want to help you commit to your new year's resolution. We are in fact these creatures of habit. According to my psychologist, we were just talking about this, like how do we make changes? And so although we are able to make change, it's actually quite difficult and even against our human nature to stick to that change. You know, we're cozy humans. We're here doing our thing, roof over our head, food in our belly. Why the heck would we make a change? We're safe, right? (laughs) So I personally have been able to make a lot of absolutely massive changes in my life, like a ton, and they have not been easy. And it's unnatural in a sense, the number of of these changes that I've been able to make. And I believe I've been able to stick with these new habits and make these changes in my life because of the philosophies that I'm going to share with you today. This structure that I was using that I didn't even realize I was using until I went and evaluated like, Madeline, okay, why are you able to make changes like this and stick to them? Like it is unnatural. I do it more often and for longer periods of time than the majority of my peers. Why? Why is that? What's motivating these changes? I figured it out by looking at a pattern, at least so I think, looking at patterns in my life. And I realized that there's this little four-step process that I use every time. So 
I'm going to share that with you today. You're literally going to get the insider scoop. Okay. So here is some of what I am talking about in regards to C-H-A-N-G-E, change. Okay. These are changes that I've made in my life. I got sober from alcohol without AA. Uncommon, especially having alcoholism on both sides of my family and living in a culture that celebrates booze and having multiple jobs in multiple industries that were literally centered around booze. I used to brew beer. I was a bartender. I was a ski patroller. And if y'all don't know, (laughs) ski patrollers can drink. In fact, many different clubs, if you... Um, let's say you like mess up, like you fall while skiing, while wearing, uh, the the cross on your jacket, or, um, you miss like a piece of bamboo that you were supposed to straighten. The ski patrol team will charge you quote unquote by making you buy them alcohol, HR nightmare waiting to happen. And it happens, right? So all these different industries, ski industry, literally the beer brewing industry, um, and bartending, the restaurant industry all centered around booze. Yet here I am, nearly four years later, still sober, and I don't have a problem with it. I actually take tinctures. I can have alcohol around the house. I don't, it's uncommon, it's unnatural, right? And it's like, oh, I don't get it, but just wait, okay? There's there's a reason. So another change that I've been able to make is that in careers, moving from literally safety to uncertainty over and over again, I left multiple jobs in businesses that were going well. Some might call this stupidity. (laughs) I call it successful change. Um, So I turned down a promotion and an international career in college, (laughs) turned down multiple jobs. And this one specifically was going to be freaking awesome for someone else, not for me. Um, I stopped curating art and running an art collective with active buyers, multimillionaires, billionaires, and sellers tons of artists in my pipeline that I was actively representing that were quite pissed when I closed the company. Um, But I I decided to move to Alaska. Um, So that was that. Um, I started and stopped a a successful meal prep company in 2020. Um, And this was when actually I moved to Alaska to pursue my big mountain dreams. So the meal prep company I was doing alongside the art stuff because my gallery closed and I needed to figure something else out. And so I started this online program for artists, which was amazing. And my kind of my intro to online memberships and courses and programs that I was running myself back in 2020. Um, and then I also decided to pair it with these like in-person private events and had this meal prep company and, um, it would have been great, but it was just not for me. So I walked away again. Uh, change, 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 change. I said no to an investor for a piece of cake business idea that I have literally had forever that I am really freaking good at, um, making mushroom tinctures specifically. Uh, we were going to start with chaga and then also growing my own uh, Rishi and Lion's Mane. So that was going to be the first three. Um, booming market. I decided not to take money from the investor because, <laughs> oh gosh, because the business wasn't challenging enough for me and the ROI wasn't high enough. I didn't want to run a product-based business where the most I would ever make is 40% off of what I'm selling. And I, I didn't, I just, I didn't want to turn a passion into a business, or I guess making mushroom tinctures isn't a passion, but it was like a hobby. It's what I do to relax. So change, change, change. Here's my last one for the list. I am in the process of becoming a morning person after decades of night owl behavior. It's actually called a delayed sleep cycle, according to my sleep psychologist. 
literally working with three therapists right now. It's pretty awesome. Um, and so this delayed sleep cycle, although it's difficult to change, some people you'll see online saying it's impossible to change. Okay, well, they're wrong. A lot of the stuff you see online is wrong, by the way. Do your own research. Uh, it is possible to shift your circadian rhythm and become a morning person. And I'm doing it and it's working and it's difficult and I'm still doing it. The list goes on. Why am I able to do these things? Why am I able to make these big, scary changes and actually stick to them? I literally asked myself this same thing. And I realized it came down to this formula for success that I had no idea I was following. And it's not what you think. It literally made me realize how I'm able to commit to a New Year's resolution and why many people can't. So I have a secret to share and I'm so ready to share it with you. And it does not need to be a secret. Um, So here we go. (laughs) Let's let the cat out of the bag, shall we? It all boils down to the simple act of self-love and forgiveness. I say it's simple because compassion is your freaking birthright, my friend. God created you out of love to love and to love others and to love yourself. Okay, so how does self-love have anything to do with commitments? Here's the deal. This thing called integrity, it's when your actions match your words. We are not perfect. We're not. We're not always acting in integrity with our words. And that's okay. But it's us. It's up to us to know when we are. Empathy and compassion, this whole thing is a journey. It's not something you just like nail. Woo, great. Checked it off my bucket list. No. We honor the commitment we make to ourselves by giving ourselves a stinking break. So basically by allowing ourselves to break it and then continuing instead of just staying rooted in shame and giving up completely. So you have to give yourself forgiveness, empathy, and compassion for those times when you slip up because it's not a perfect journey. So stop trying to be perfect. If your resolution is to drink water every day and you slip up, that's okay, right? You wake up in the morning, you have your glass of water by the table, you drink the eight ounces, woohoo. You do that day after day after day. Finally, January 14th comes around and you forget the cup of water because you wake up frantically, missed your alarm. You just get out of bed and you go back into old habits, right? And then the next day you forget to drink the water again. And then that happens again. And now you're feeling all this shame around, well, well, already failed my New Year's resolution, whatever, screw that, not even going to try. You need to pick yourself back up, dust yourself off and do the damn thing. Remember, we don't try. (laughs) We do or we do not. And so I encourage you to keep going. If you make a commitment to yourself and you quote unquote fail, keep going. Pick yourself back up. Do it again. Many of us will actually discontinue the commitment we made to ourselves out of the pure shame of failing. The cool thing that I think about is that is about the cool thing about failing is that you get the chance to change, right? Like if you pick yourself back up and you decide I want to change, I don't want to do this anymore. That's great. Do that. It doesn't mean you failed. Failure doesn't exist. Spoiler alert. Doesn't exist. It's not real. There's always lessons. There's always opportunities. It's a stupid word. I use it to relate with people because it's what we and myself are familiar with. We're not robots. We are humans with these amazing brains that allow us to create ideas and then change our mind whenever the heck we want. You can still keep a commitment to yourself even after you mess up. Stop the habit completely. 
whatever it is you're promising to stick to. You can still keep a commitment even if you quit for a period of time. If the goal is one step each day and the direction of this vision, you eventually will decide whether or not you're running frantically in the wrong direction. You might say, oh, this is the right direction. This is the way I'm supposed to be going. Great. My goal is there. My vision is there. I'm moving towards it. Or maybe the closer you get to that goal or vision, you realize, oh, geez, oh, geez, this is not what I wanted at all. And so guess what? You can change your goal. Pretty cool. Change, right? If you find yourself, however, continuing to break the promises that you make to yourself, I want you to ask yourself this profound question that we can all relate to. Was this a promise that was mine to make in the first place or am I only doing this because someone told me to? Did the promise that you make, was it there to please a partner, your father, society man? What is the reason behind your revolution? Is it strong enough? What is your why? I hope you guys are writing this down. (laughs) This episode is free to come back to whenever you want. This is gold. This is gold. What is your stinking why? Is it big enough? Is it even yours? This might seem obvious, but when I realized that I was doing things that were literally to please other people, to get either uh, to be like the whole skiing thing. Yeah, I'm obsessed with skiing. I used to be. It was my thing. It was my identity. It was something that I was doing to make other people proud of me. Whoa, whoa. I never realized that until coming down Mount Rainier after 28 days of climbing volcanoes every single day, literally climbing the equivalent of Mount Everest 4.7 times, summiting, I don't even know how many, 20 years, I think it was 18 volcanoes in a matter of 28 days. So that includes driving over the course of three states, okay? Hardly sleeping, summiting multiple in a day, multiple times, running 20 miles a day, 12,000 vertical feet, over and over and over with skis on my back sometimes skis on my feet skinning up but a lot of the time we were in the spring and you'd be like running half of it with skis on your back okay insanity I had to think why am I doing this took me a lot of still now therapy (laughs) to realize oh my gosh because it was type three fun like it type three fun is when it's not fun when you're doing it it's not fun after Some of it was type two fun or it's not fun when you're doing it and it is fun after. I was doing it to please other people, to get love from, from whoever, from someone that doesn't matter. All right. I want you to think about this when you're making commitments, when you're making resolutions. Is it for you or is it for someone else? Because it's going to be a lot harder to keep if you're making the resolution for someone else. And a way to realize that is if you keep falling over and over again and every time it's harder to pick yourself back up harder and harder yeah so like I said integrity is when your actions match your words I want to share with you the actual formula for staying integral aka how to keep a new year's resolution are you ready to rumble that's what I say to my dog when we leave the house I go are you ready to rumble (laughs) and he just looks at me like do I have to wear a jacket today Yes, and an obedience color because you haven't been listening. Anywho, get your notebook out and write this shit down, okay? I call this series of four points that I'm going to share with you today the commitment keys. Pretty catchy, right? All right, so the first commitment key 
I'm going to go through them and then I'm going to dive a little deeper into each one. The first commitment key is to make a promise to yourself, like a real promise, not just like, I'm going to do this thing. No, look yourself in the stinking mirror and be like, okay, I'm going to, no, no, I'm not. There's no way I'm doing this. Okay, try again. Oh, use the word try, Madeline, bad Madeline. <laughs> just kidding, Madeline, I love you. We don't try, we do. All right, I'm going to look in the mirror. I am going to drink eight ounces of water when I feel like it. Okay, no, Madeline, you're drinking eight ounces of water every day when you wake up. You know this is good for you. You're going to do it. Oh, but Madeline, I don't think I can commit to this. What if I mess up? Then I failed and failing sucks and it feels like shit. <laughs> okay, you can do this. I'm looking in the mirror. I am going to, oh my gosh, this is so hard. Drink eight ounces of water every single day when I wake up. Am I really? Did I really just make that promise to myself? Oh my gosh, can we even keep that? I'm going to say it again. I, Madeline, am going to drink eight ounces of water every single morning when I wake up. Wow, that's a little more powerful. Okay, hmm, I'm going to get the lipstick out. I'm going to write it on my mirror. I am going to drink eight ounces of filtered Berkey water every morning when I wake up. And you know what? I'm going to make it really easy for myself and I'm going to pour the water the night before. I'm going to have it right next to my bed and then I'm going to chug it on my way to the shower. Boom. Can you tell I've been doing this (laughs) every morning for the last like two weeks? A promise you make to yourself should be difficult to make, okay? So make the promise to yourself. Step two, have compassion for yourself when you stray from the plan. Have compassion to yourself. Okay, maybe you didn't even create a plan. Maybe you just had the resolution. Maybe you never spoke it out loud. Maybe you just wrote it in your journal. You're like, oh, I'm manifesting this. Great. Okay, I'm totally going to do it. I'm totally going to do this. Yeah, it's going to be great. I'm not going to tell anyone though, because then if I don't do it, they're going to know I didn't do it. And then I'm going to be embarrassed and feel like a failure. So, but I'm totally going to do it. (laughs) I'm cracking myself up today. So I need you to make that promise to yourself. I need you to have compassion for yourself when you stray from the plan because you will. So just know you will. You will. You'll fail. It'll be great. It'll be a lesson. It'll be an opportunity to pick yourself back up and do it again. All right. And you got to live your life for you. You got to live your life for you. You make the promise to yourself. One, two, have compassion for yourself. Three, live your stinking life for you. Three, four, four, if you keep breaking the promise, change the freaking plan, make a new promise. And you go back to the beginning, make the promise for yourself. One, two, compassion for yourself. Three, live your life for you. Don't live your life for someone else. Unless that's your children. <laughs> but then you better still be taking care of yourself or you're going to do a shit job of taking care of them. You have to fill your freaking cup up. You have to. We all know this. Do we do it? No. It is hard to keep a promise when it's not yours to make in the first place. And so I want you to ask, is this life you're living, is this career that you're in, is the food you're eating, the foods you want to be eating, or are they just on your plate and you're being lazy? What is it? You know, I had a call, or I I Marco Polo back and forth with one of my coaches, a health coach, and she brought up a really good point today that really resonated with me. She said that she used to think that self-care was doing what she wanted, taking naps, watching movies before bed, scrolling Instagram, doing what she wanted, taking space for herself. Yeah, girl, be you. Um, Except that was literally breeding a life that she didn't want. She wants her goals to be 
achieved. She has a vision of owning a multi-million dollar company and being the CEO of that company, scrolling Instagram for two hours every day because, mm, girl, be you. <laughs> sure, take naps every single day. Don't change anything. That's not self-care. That's self-destruction. If you're tired, be tired. But just FYI, there's something wrong if you need to take a two-hour nap every day. So get to the problem. Or get yeah, get to the problem, the root of the problem. That's self-care. Doing the hard things. That's self-care. You can have space. I'm not I'm not saying don't take a bubble bath. I'm not at all. All I'm saying is self-care is more than just I don't know, another example of self-care. Like getting a facial and a massage, rubbing your feet. I mean there's a whole wheel of self-care, which I was working on with my other therapist. Well, I'm like calling out all my people today. So I realized that there's this self-care wheel and it starts with, well, they're all the same, but there's like emotional, physical, spiritual, even career self-care. There's like another pie to the slice, <laughs> another slice to the pizza pie too. Imagine it in a circle and you like turn it into these slices Having boundaries in relationships, that's self-care. Having support in your business, that's self-care. Showing up for yourself spiritually by being a part of a women's group, going to church, meditating, whatever it is, that is self-care. Working out, that is self-care. Bubble baths, that is self-care. You need all of it. You need all of it. Okay, I digress. If you find that you keep breaking these promises that you make to yourself. I want you to ask yourself, are you living your life for you? Is this resolution actually yours to make? Or are you overcommitting and underperforming and you feel like crap because of it? Guess what? You're a human, not a robot. You can change the plan. You can change the freaking plan and make a new promise to yourself. Wow. Wow. So those are the commitment keys. One, make the promise to yourself. Two, have compassion for yourself when you slip up because you will. Three, live your life for you. And if you're not and you notice that you keep breaking the promise over and over again, change the plan. Tap into who you are. Your intuition. You might need to take a couple layers off. You might have some jackets on, you know, that like are kind of out of season. They don't really fit anymore. Take that shit off. Make a new plan. Make a new promise to yourself. That's it easier said than done. I know. I know. You can always reach out on socials at Madeline Cecilia Dunn. We're not done yet though. I do want you to share your plan with me, but I have an exercise for you that will help make this a little easier. So I want you to write down everything in your life that you love. Okay. You're actually going to need two pieces of paper or take one piece of paper and fold it in half like a hot dog. Write everything that you love in your life that gives you joy, that gives you energy, those things that, those things that give you what you need to give back. Write those down on the left side of the paper. On the right side of the paper, I want you to write down the things that take energy from you. These are still things that you love to do, right? We need both. But I want you to, to really realize which things are giving you energy, which things are taking energy. Okay, we need both. So once you have this list, I want you to see which one is longer. If you have an overflow of energy, guess what? You have an opportunity to give back. Go join a nonprofit like I did. Start a business. Have some kids. Do something with that energy. Light someone's life the frick up. 
Okay, go travel, light your own life up. If your list of things that take away energy is longer, you need to take some of those things off the list. You can't live life out of balance like that, at least not in a way where you're content and feeling, you know, happy to be here. When you have emotional roller coasters come through, it's not like it blows you out of the water. You're able to handle everything. If you want that sort of life where you can handle what life gives you and you don't feel like you're constantly having to crawl out of a hole or like catch your breath of air like you're drowning in water, your list of things that takes away your energy is probably too long. All right, taking things off that list is difficult and it's your homework. (laughs) So now go get after it and create that New Year's resolution for you and tell me about it, all right? It's... I want you to create a resolution that's hard to stick to, right? We want a promise that's difficult to make. We want a promise that's ours. We want to make sure when we make that promise that we're, we think about it and we're serious about it and we're going to stick to it, right? And we're not going to have a bunch of shame if we don't. And if we do feel that, just feel it, please. Feel it. Feel it until it's gone. You might need to feel it with the help of someone else. Maybe you need to bring a therapist on board. They're great. Highly recommend. Feeling our emotions is required for them to be dissolved. It's when we don't feel them and we keep shoving them under a rug, pretending like they're not there, that they come back even bigger like a dust bunny. (laughs) So you have the tools now to keep the commitments you make to yourself and even the tools to make commitments that are actually for you. The right New Year's resolution for you. You even know what to do when you slip up, right? We're going to feel those emotions and give ourselves a hug and make sure we have a team surrounding us to help us like I do and move forward. And if you fall again and again, the commitment wasn't yours to make in the first place. No hard feelings. We're humans. We get to change the plan. Honestly, I love creating plans. I love it almost more than executing them. (laughs) Oh, my friends. You're still on track, even when you change your mind. I would argue even with myself here, especially when you change your mind. I love you all. Thank you for listening. Please share this with someone that needs to hear it. And message me on socials at Madeline Cecilia Dunn. I am so thankful to be here for you. I'm super into these solo episodes. You will be getting more of these from me. Good luck with your New Year's resolutions. I will see you in 2023. Yeah. (laughs) Dancing over here. If you're not on YouTube, come watch me on YouTube. I'm a hoot. See ya. Hey, loyal listener, please rate and review this podcast. Your feedback is needed and you matter. It would be an honor if you shared this with a friend. Send this episode to whoever pops into your mind first. It's like a little exercise on intuition and trust that that insight is the hand of God working through you to make someone else's life better today. Visit themadelineshow.com to stay up to date on my free trainings and different offerings, including self-paced online programs that activate your mind and enhance your life. Who knows, maybe you'll find something today that completely changes your tomorrow.